Let's hit it. <laughs> Spinner Forever season two, Woo! baby. We made it. Heck yes. This is the show we have to introduce you. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> well, the cat's out of the bag. <laughs> we have a special guest with us to discuss uh, the first technically two episodes of season yeah, two it's uh a it's sean hello welcome to the pod sean hi it's it's great to be here i have a lot to say about degrassi and also just this episode and and this character in particular well you're in the right place sean <laughs> is our resident craigspert yes now that oh thank god craig's on the show except yeah. no substitutes whatever it takes Yeah, give us like your uh, history with Degrassi. Like, did you grow up with it? What's your what's your hashtag Degrassi story? Okay, so when I was in middle school, my sister was very into like Disney Channel. Mm-hmm. You know, all the sitcoms, Hannah Montana stuff like that. And I was secretly into it too. Don't tell anyone. <laughs> but I I definitely was aware at the time that it was like that it was dumb entertainment. That it didn't go very hard. I felt condescended to by it. And I remember this one time I was at my friend uh, Jan's house. If Jan ever hears this, shouts out <laughs> to you. And um, their sibling, who I hope they're doing okay because they're a great person. Um, they were watching this show that just looked very intense. And it was the episode with um, Darcy. You, you know the one I'm talking about. Yeah, it's pretty heavy. Yeah, no, um, trigger warning for everyone, it's a heavy episode, but I just remember watching it and being mesmerized, because it looked like a movie, and Mm. it was a show, it was on the end, and I just remember feeling like, wow, this show talks about serious stuff. It felt like a show I I shouldn't be watching, that, like, you, you know, it talked about things that you know, we're, you know, it just talked a lot about serious stuff that I wanted shows to talk about at the time. Cause you know, middle schoolers, teenagers, they're smart. They, they don't like to feel condescended to. Mm-hmm. And, um, as I've gotten older, I see more and more the cheesy aspects of Degrassi and how it's, you know, it's not a perfect show. It's not a perfect show at mm-hmm. all, but I do appreciate, and even to this day, I admire kind of the show it wanted to be. It was very ambitious in a way that other teen shows at the time weren't. And I do think that heart still comes through on revisiting it, even when there's higher quality shows now that go even harder, like stuff like Euphoria. Yeah. It is easy to forget, like, how impactful Degrassi is watching it now. Like, Like, it has the... Like, I was watching this episode today, and it did feel at times like I was watching a movie or something. Oh, yeah. The huge couple episodes here, guys. Like yeah, These are, in my opinion, like, some of the best dramatic episodes of Degrassi. Oh, yeah. I, um... The most, like, complex storytelling. Yeah, which is, uh, 
Yeah, Craig, like, is kind of known for that, I feel like. Like, his Craig-centric episodes, like, we're gonna get into some shit. Like, he's you know. he's the best actor, and also... For I, sure. I think yeah. he, he also, furthermore, like, he... Um, I have a very complicated relationship with emo, for those who, <laughs> listeners who don't know. Oh, yeah, I feel like it's important to mention that, like, the reason that you're a Craig spurt is that <laughs> you identify as emo. Oh, God. I'm, like, 26. I can't be doing that anymore, because <laughs> it, it just looks really bad. But when I was in high school, and even college, I was very into that music and that culture, and it's it's very bad. But what don't I deny yourself. I don't. I don't. I it's love not it. Bad. But I, I <laughs> It's okay to be emo. I'm 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 critical of the toxic aspects of the genre. Like the the whole Jesse Lacey thing is a part of the genre's story now. And it, and I do think that like ties into Craig. I'm I'm getting to this. I'm pontificating, guys. But um because I think that like Craig is like he represents everything that was good about that era and also everything that was bad about it. Mm -hmm. And that he's this complicated character. He's this very, you know, sensitive, artistic boy, the kind that they wouldn't really show on TV before that because all the previous Degrassi boys are very, like, 90s characters. Like, you know, JT's very Bart Simpson. Yeah. Um, What's his name? Like, Spinner and... And uh, Drake are the bully archetypes. They're jocks. But, like, um, like Craig's the first character that's a 2000s boy. A boy, a millennium boy. Yeah. Yeah, he really could only exist, like, in that time. Like, he's sensitive, he's psychologically complex, and he's a quote-unquote nice guy. But mm-hmm. he still does all the same, like, heck boy stuff and treats women like garbage. <laughs> But it's okay, because he's a good boy. <laughs> we, yeah, Craig uh, really is one of my favorites, and I'm so happy that he's on the show now, because he really just adds, like, such, like, another dimension to the show, like, with uh, his storylines and, like, the characters he interacts with. Yeah, I feel like when you're watching Craig, like, walk down the hallway in this one, and you just see, like, all the characters, like like, noticing him or, like, interacting with him, and you're like, oh, this is, like, the opening of a new storyline. Yeah, we love it. I love that the reason why he's in the school now is because, oh, the high school down the block closed down. Oh, yeah, this is, uh, this was funny. So let's, uh, yeah, do you want to hop into the the episode? Yeah, Sean, thank you for sharing your credentials. (laughs) You're welcome. Let's, Let's get into it. Buckle up. Let's talk to Grassy. This is episodes 201 and 202, When Doves Cry. Possessive. Don't forget that. (laughs) Maybe I'm just... (laughs) And this is like one of the best Prince songs. It's a perfect pop song. Yeah. Your top five Prince songs. I I was going to ask you guys, like... (laughs) Preston... Top five is hard. Previous guest Preston texted me the other day and asked me what my top five Prince songs are, and I... I've been thinking about it for two weeks. Like, <laughs> <laughs> if I was your girlfriend, has to be on there. Mm. If I was your girlfriend, is top ten. No, that's one of the best. That's like Prince at his most androgynous. I'm gonna say, when doves cry, and this is in no particular. Yeah, I'm gonna do mine that way too. Because I can't kiss. Actually, kiss is definitely number one for me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's got like two notes in it. Then. Less than I know, it's the better. The less mm. I know, it's the better. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I want to say, like, Pop Life nice. is in there. And then 
Gotta Put Seven. <laughs> with underrated 90s print songs. Oh, wait, no, maybe I'll take Pop Life out and put Diamonds and Pearls. Ah, another 90s. I also gotta put Sexy MF, <laughs> which is definitely a movie in a two, two or three slot. Sexy motherfucker! <laughs> Sexy motherfucker shaking that ass! Okay. I love your uh, appreciation for Prince's later albums. Oh, it's so good. <laughs> I have to get into them, like, fully. But I think I have a top five, and I have to say, in no particular order, I love Erotic City. I think that's a great song. What song is that? <laughs> I think it's on Purple Rain, or like, no! the B-sides, maybe? Uh. It's, it's like a B-side. Um, it's really good. When You Were Mine. Oh, yeah, that's mm, a good Great one. song. Great song. Um, it's Gonna Be Lonely. There's like, just a, such a great ballad. I really love it. Or not even a ballad, just kind of like a slow jam. Uh, really good. And then, what is that, three? That's, that was three. All do right. you guys think Prince is, like, bad at sex? Like, do you think it's oh, just God. all hype? <laughs> I'm not going to speak ill of Prince. <laughs> what if it's just the mythology? Like, I don't, it would be interesting to me if Prince, like, had never had sex, and it was all just, like, speculation. Yeah. And then I think, fuck it, let's go crazy. I love that song. Let's go crazy. Yes! That's a great one. And, uh, Pop Life. I love Pop Life. I was listening to Pop Life the other day with only, like, one headphone, and it's one of those songs where it's in both headphones, and I was just hearing, like, the backup vocals, and I realized, like, how complex, like, the... Production is? Yeah, because, like, hearing, like, the background vocals was like they didn't even sound like the same song like it was in a completely different like key or oh, something. that's always so cool and i was like wow i didn't realize like what, what anyway enough about prince let's talk about another degrassi icon, craig craig yeah so the opening of this oh there is so much to talk about like yeah it took a lot of notes <laughs> the opening of this episode is like 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 a music video like it's like yeah craig taking pictures and we don't know who craig is yet so wipe your mind of anything you knew about craig because this is your introduction yeah we're going in blind we see this guy taking pictures of a little girl playing at the park right it's like uh summertime like right before school they're like playing at the water park this little girl is playing with emma and uh we see joe jeremiah (laughs) <laughs> all right here we go <laughs> i have mixed feelings about Joe oh, Jeremiah in this episode i don't hate him but like what was your reaction to this first scene though um well the first thing i'm gonna talk about is i mean my first thing that struck me was that immediately the show looks like the 2000s now like every all the colors are washed out now that was the first thing mm. that hit me like the first season looks like a kid's show and, like, now it's the 2000s. Like, what were you thinking watching that first scene, though? Like, about the characters or, like, what's going on? I I mean, I can't imagine watching this blind because, like, I'd be creeped out. This, like... It's very creepy. This kid taking pictures of a little girl. Like, There's no context. Yeah. <laughs> you're, <laughs> you're just thrown just, into it. You're thrown into it. And, like, the last... Season 1, episode 1 uh, was about pedophilia. So, you're... When you're thinking about this, like, you're watching this and you're like, oh, they're going to kick it off with a pedophile 
plot again. Yeah. Like, so it's, and it's very unclear. There's a shot of Craig's face where it's just him, like, sort of, like, reveling in, like, Taking pictures from afar. Just like staring longingly through the camera. There's like piano that plays over his face, and it's like unclear what emotion the music is supposed to convey. (laughs) It's not, it's unclear if it's like supposed to be like a creepy piano riff or like a, like a emotional, like sympathetic one. Mm -hmm. Um, And you're just watching this and you have no idea how you're supposed to feel about this character. Yeah, I can't, I just can't imagine seeing this for the first time. But uh, Joey Jeremiah sees Craig, like, who's the one taking pictures? Um, <laughs> so, like, sees him, like, taking these pictures, and uh, Craig, like, runs off, like, he gets caught. <laughs> and the next we see of him, he's at home uh, with his dad. He, like, comes home, and he's, like, late for dinner. Uh, we see Craig's dad, Albert Manning is his name. <laughs> the Wrath of Albert. Yeah. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> Um, and his dad, like, is immediately pissed. He's the scariest guy. I, 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 I was gonna seen. ask, like, were you guys, like, scared of him? Like, he is scary. He's a scary looking guy. He I, looks like Evil Rivers Cuomo. <laughs> he's also, like, not of Degrassi. Like, he should be in another show. Right. And we were, I, I think he was in Twin Peaks. Like, yes, I just found that out in the revival. And he really is, like, like watching this, he's like a character out of Twin Peaks, like in Degrassi. Like, <laughs> yeah, to all the non sequitur characters. <laughs> Every scene he's in is filled with so much dread. Oh yeah, because yeah. immediately, yeah, he's pissed at Craig for being late, and he like knocks uh, a plate off the table, and that's uh, how the episode starts, and it jumps into the credits, which I think we were just saying before, like I think it's the same song, like more or less. Mm-hmm. Um, we just get a quick, uh, second of Joey and Craig now. And Joey is like, uh, what is he holding, like, a jersey? <laughs> like, I don't know, I missed it. Jeremiah, Jeremiah Motors, like, Ugh. me sponsoring, like, the hockey team or something? I don't know. So they're really trying to sell Craig as a photographer guy? <laughs> like, they hadn't decided on what sensitive boy artsy obsession he would have. Yeah. Before. But was easy, like... Yeah. Just, yeah, literally. They're like, that's always... one prop. <laughs> okay, so we get an amazing, like, opening shot of JT walking into yes. school, talking to Toby. School's starting, it's a new year. He's wearing, like, little sunglasses. <laughs> Very stylish. Great outfit. Very um, chic. And he's talking about how he's into older women. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They're pulling up, he's like, oh, like, grade eight was, like, supposed to be ours. Um, and then, oh, Toby's saying that. Because we find out from them, I guess, here, like, Degrassi has now expanded to, like, hold, uh, I guess there was a high school, but it closed. So Degrassi Community School is, like, just one, like, amorphous (laughs) place now. (laughs) This is how they add new characters all the time. I'm shocked no one has picked up on this. They always, like, they could just say they, like, moved from out of town, but instead they're always, like, the schools have merged together. Yeah, and I, it's a little later on, but I liked when Miss Kwan was like, oh, it was a last-minute board decision. I'm like, it sounds like a last-minute writer's room decision. (laughs) (laughs) So they're talking about, uh, yeah, how at least, like, if anything, at least there are, like, hot older, like, high school girls now. And, uh, Toby's like, what are you looking for, a new babysitter? (laughs) Oh, yeah. Not hot older women. Oh, I, I love this like sequence and like this whole 
uh, JT plotline where he's like into older women is like great to me. Oh yeah, <laughs> this subplot so is like excellent. He's like doing the opposite of robbing the cradle. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I just couldn't believe JT looked like this so early. Like I haven't really he's watched. Very stylish. I don't know. He looks like <laughs> Eminem. He looks like Fred Durst. Yeah, yeah. See, like, for those who don't know, I love oh. Limp Bizkit. Oh my god. In a tr- real true way. Here we go again. We're always talking about Limp Bizkit on this shit. They're... This is slowly becoming a Limp Bizkit podcast. <laughs> I'm really trying to, like, have them be critically reevaluated. I think they're like an art rock band in a way that people don't respect, but, like... People shouldn't look like Fred Durst and JT looking like this. Just make him look like such a putz. John, save it. Uh, <laughs> so Craig is walking through the hallway. And yeah, his dad drops just, him like, off. A trail of girls cat calling him. Like, oh hey, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like this, I think it's called like ADR when they like put the audio in like after the fact. Uh-huh. Like you could totally tell it's like dubbed in. Um, including Manny and Emma, by the way. They're like uh, they see Craig and they're like infatuated. <laughs> It's the new boy. Like, he's a ladies' boy. Yeah. And did you see when Emma and Manny, like, they're making eyes at Craig, and then they're like, I forget what they say, they're like, ooh, and then they, like, uh, do a high five, but they're wearing boxing gloves. They were carrying boxing gloves throughout the episode. That wasn't... I don't know why. Yeah, maybe that's explained in, like, a deleted scene. I didn't even... That didn't even, like, penetrate my brain. (laughs) This show is full of wonders. They were carrying them around, like, the whole time. Like, every (laughs) shot of, like, Manny in the hallway, she's, like, carrying big boxing gloves. They were... They never boxed. (laughs) Well, that whole second subplot with them in it, it felt very shoehorned in. Like, they hadn't really written new relationships for kind of uh craig so they were just testing a bunch out oh yeah see who has the most chemistry yeah so we have a lot going on like in this in the hallway yeah it's the first day scene everyone is getting their little like highlight um craig runs into sean i think yeah craig uh bumps into sean and sean's like what is degrassi a high school or and a blind school this year (laughs) And then he's like, why don't you, does he, is he the one who says, like, why don't you buy a map? Uh-huh. He's like, sorry, I'm lost. Why don't you buy a map? He's like, I did buy a map. And then he did, I guess, he does have a map, I guess. Mm-hmm. Like, he shouldn't have to buy it. Yeah. From a public school. And then, and then something Canada. happens where they, like, connect, and they're like, oh, like. Yeah, like, Sean's oh, so pissed, and then. Oh, you, you do have a map. He's yeah. Like, Welcome to the school. So they let us show you around. Yeah, like, the map was, like, the key to Sean's acceptance. Yeah. <laughs> Welcome to Degrassi. It's like a relationship that never gets followed up on. I know, because I was thinking, like, this is, like, kind of, like, a nice friendship, like, that I wish was developed on, but it's not. Yeah. It would be a way to make Sean stay cool into future seasons. Yeah. It just never happens. Like, attach him to a character outside of, like, Emma. Yeah. Um, But the next scene is when... Yeah, this is when Miss Kwan, her hand is broken, question mark. Oh, maybe it was just like that in real life. Or maybe, yeah, that's probably the most logical <laughs> answer. She broke a box. I was going to say, <laughs> she's boxing with Emma and Manny. <laughs> but um, yeah, they're in Kwan's class, and she's like talking about how, like, oh, closing down the high school was a last minute board decision. Like, we're going to have to like maybe share lockers and stuff. And uh, OJT's like, well, that's a small price to pay to like be around older women. <laughs> and Liberty's like hounding her, like, well, what about announcements? Well, what about Grapevine? <laughs> um, 
Oh, Liberty Hair Extracurriculars. Yeah, she can't get enough of those extracurriculars. <laughs> then we see Simpsons class. He's like, haha, you get me for another four years. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to be much longer than that. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what else? There's a whale in the hallway. Miss that. What was that? There's a whale hanging from the ceiling, like a big whale. It's in a sh- it's in one of the shots. Like Terry's head almost hits it. Oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> it's like a giant paper mache whale. <laughs> it's one of the last traces of Y2K left in the show. We got the whale. We got the vulture. Yeah, the, <laughs> the animal transitions. Inanimate animals are lying around the grass, waiting <laughs> to strike. <laughs> <laughs> At any time. Don't go to the grassy at night. Oh, yeah, and then we get Paige is complaining because she has a mullet. Yes, they're like, Paige, your hair's fine. She's like, it's not fine, it's a mullet. <laughs> <laughs> it's, the, it's the haircut of the, like, of trailer trash. The trailer dwellers and the fashion impaired. <laughs> and when she says that, it, like, cuts to, like, a kid with a mullet. Oh, which... with a really crazy mullet. Yeah. It's, like, very straight, mm-hmm. bowl-cut mullet. I swear it was Bruce the Moose early. Yeah, yeah. right? The, He's like the bully the later on with like oh. long hair. But um, Paige should come to Bushwick because she'd be, she'd be surprised. Yeah, but the, What's the in style? <laughs> um, is this the first episode with Hazel? It's not. Um, she appeared like towards the end of the last season. Just um, and she's not uh in the main credits yet. Mm. And then we get so so Paige is like. I need to get a haircut, but it costs too much. My parents want me to clean out the garage. And, like, don't they know about child... That's child labor. And then Craig just pops out of nowhere. Yeah, this is great. And he's like, child labor is illegal. <laughs> <laughs> and then Paige is like, okay, thanks, Mr. News at five. <laughs> anyway, I boot my hair. And then we get Ashley oh, yeah. walking by. Uh, you know, she tries to approach Paige and Terry, and they're like, get out of here. Yeah, she's like, how was your summer? Anyways, about my hair. (laughs) Uh, Um, Also, I need to let it be known that Allie is wearing a very similar shirt right now to what Paige was wearing here. A butterfly, like, insignia. Uh Uh-huh, like a a swirly kind of butterfly. Like a beautiful butterfly. Mm -hmm. Pink. I, I made this today... I work at a print shop and like someone ordered this shirt with a with like this Y2K style glowing butterfly on it. And me and all my coworkers were like, This is nice. Like we should so we just took like we just we just all printed our own shirt. I it. love it. <laughs> it's great. Um so... so Does it go to Craig then at the park with Angie? That's the next thing I have, yeah. Now Starting to see like that this is a pattern for him. Yeah, taking pictures of this little girl. See, this is when I started to get creep vibes that I didn't have in the beginning. Also, like the so he's talking to Angie through like the bars of the fence around the playground, Mm -hmm. and it looks like he's in jail, kind of. Like she's like she's like uh, grabbing into the bar, like they're talking to each other through the bars. Um, And you're like, is this guy a child predator? Like. Because it's certainly setting it up that he seems like it. <laughs> and this lady is like, Angie, like, who are you talking? Like, the, you know, who's ever watching her at the playground. It's like, Angie, who is that you were talking to? She's like, it's my brother. And the lady looks, like, concerned. Yeah. <laughs> as she should be. Yeah. Because, like, he shouldn't, like, be there, like, realistically. Yeah. Um, even if, like, this is weird even for a brother. Right. 
And he, it's weird when he says to her, like, oh, like, don't tell your dad about us meeting. Yeah, like, it's, it's like, you should a, never say that to a child. Like, yeah, no. And he's, like, he's acting in a way that Craig doesn't really act like in other episodes. He's laughing nervously the whole time. It's, yeah. The characterization wasn't really there yet. For sure. I definitely noticed, like, a few instances of, like, I questioned, like, is this out of character for Craig? He says to Angie... Uh, like I'm back and you won't ever get away from me. It seems like uh, like abusive. It's a weird, yeah, weird very thing much to so. Say. So, guys, I just want to shout out. This episode is brought to you by the Isaac system. The Isaac system. <laughs> Thank you, Isaac system. <laughs> Toby invented Facebook. Basically, no, I right? wrote I wrote that down. That Toby's freaking Mark sucker. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> Because he literally, he yeah. Sucker rug? Oh, because um, <laughs> I wrote this down in my notes and it auto-corrected Zuckerberg to Sucker Rug and I thought I would keep it because I think it's more indicative of who Mark Zuckerberg actually is. He's a rug? Sucker rug? He's a sucker rug. He's nasty. He's like not a human being. Sounds <laughs> like, like, like a slur against lesbians. Oh, no. <laughs> Guys, I... I Viewers, please. I didn't mean it that I, way. I'm just kidding. But, uh, so that's... He, this is the next scene, yeah. Like, he invented face mash. Basically, he... Uh, we see JT and Toby. They're in media immersion. Uh, and Toby's, like, showing JT, like... He, like, made this online, like, database of all the girls. The <laughs> An online like, database of all the girls in the school. It basically. <laughs> Very creepy. <laughs> it breaks them down by percentages. Yeah. Yeah, like, and uh, Toby's, like, scrolling through for JT, like, oh, who's the one for you? And they go on Terry's profile. And did you see, like, the categories they had on the profiles? No. no. They had, like, cool factor, cute factor, but factor is spelled with an E instead of an O. <laughs> It's like bar graphs, like very good. And he's also like, I guess, compiled data, like on all of them and their compatibility because you can plug yourself in and see like who you're most compatible with. Right. So I wonder what system he's using to like, well, the the Isaac system. Of course, the Isaac system. Um, And I love that there's like a little a little shot of him like going to Paige's profile Mm -hmm. and. He hovers over, like, the image of her, and a little, like, dialogue shows up on the cursor that just says, like, Paige. Like, <laughs> yeah. And, um, JT's like, oh, Paige, oh, lordy. <laughs> Do the girls in the school know that Toby's just been collecting all of their data and information I'm this entire sure, time? no. Well, like, this is where Toby starts to get a little creepy. I fear, yeah. <laughs> Toby, uh, Toby Isaac's best days might be behind it. <laughs> it also seems like, uh... This like this is like Facebook for older women. Like this is like a site for you to like find like be compatible with milfs. Like, All right, because that's how is... he's talking to JT about it. Because that's why he made it in the first place. Because they yeah. want to set JT up with an older woman. And he, first JT's like, oh Terry's not my type. I need a challenge. So when they see Paige, they're like, oh like Paige Michael Chuck. Like here we go. Mm. So it will be a challenge, but you know maybe. We could they s- have zero percent, but who knows? Yeah, the Isaac system, system could be wrong. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's an avenue the show never really goes down. You uh, do you really see JT and Paige together in any scene after I, this? Yeah, not. I don't think so. But um, I'm excited to talk about it because it was very entertaining. Mm. Uh, Isn't it crazy how like 
sorry, just gotta say that, like, Facebook was created as, like, a site to, like, rate women at a college. Oh, I forget that, yeah. To, like, the, like, one of the most, like, evil corporations, like, in history. It's, yeah, it's disgusting. <laughs> um, anyway. <laughs> Craig is creeping around again, following around his sister, stalking oh, yeah. her dad. Oh, yeah, that scene was so funny. He is stalking them. <laughs> I, I cracked up because, like, I didn't see it coming. At the grave? Yeah, because it first starts with, you just see, like, Joey and Angela, and they're going... Well, I guess, do you want to explain, like, the deal is Angela, or Angie, is Joey's daughter with Julia, who used to be married to Craig's father, Albert. But left uh, Albert for Joey. So Craig and Angie are half siblings. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and Joe and yeah, okay. <laughs> Joey is Angela's dad, but not Craig's dad. Right. But they have the same mom, mm-hmm. who's dead. Degrassi is anime. In case you guys didn't realize, <laughs> in case it you yet. missed it. But Joey and Angela are like visiting the grave. Um. And then, like, uh, oh, because maybe Angie, like, oh, let yeah. slip that she was talking she to was Craig. Like, that's what Craig said. And he's like, when did you see Craig? Also, I want to say, like, when I saw the grave that said Jeremiah, I was like, God, I wish. Oh, like, oh my God, Allie! Allie! I'm sorry, should we cut this out? You're not seeing Evan. <laughs> oh, oh, God. I mean... <laughs> But there, there was such, like, a, to, just to get us away from murder, like, there was such a, like, a comedic timing to the scene, I burst yeah. out laughing, because she's just like, oh, I was, Craig said, and then he's like, what, did you see Craig? And Angie's like, no, and then Joey, like, looks over, it's like this serious, <laughs> he's like, oh, is that, it was like a, sp- like, like a Tim and Eric, like, spaghetti sketch, yeah. he's like, isn't that Joey right over there? And he's like, in plain sight, like, by a gravestone. It's just so like, funny. chink, and chink, and like, also, taking photos. At this point, I was thinking, like, do you think Craig is, like, a ghost? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, this is, like, a horror movie, and Craig That would be is, an like, interesting, like, storyline to explore. Because he's, like, hanging around the cemetery, just, like, you know, like, when you talk about him, he's there, like. The only characters that seem to see him are people who are related to him, goths and Catholics, so he could be a ghost. (laughs) Yeah. But when Joey, uh, when Joey sees Craig, Craig, like, runs away, and he, like, runs home. Yeah, it was just, like, I know that his, his dad doesn't like Joey Jeremiah, and Mm -hmm. that's why he's not supposed to see him, but, like, Craig's if Craig's dad isn't there, like, you would think that he would be able to have a conversation with Joey Jeremiah, like... Right. No, but it becomes very clear in this episode that Joey Jeremiah is a freaking loser who can't keep a secret at all. Can't, uh, can't, like, talk to people, like, a normal person. He (laughs) He gets aggressive with Craig so quickly instead of trying to understand his situation, when it's very clear his dad is controlling him. That's true. Thank you. Um, I, I still... I, I get Craig. Sorry. I don't condone the murder of Joey Jeremiah, <laughs> however. I just want to put that out there oh for my God. viewers. <laughs> He's scummy, but not that scummy. We're sitting at Craig's kitchen table with him and his dad, and his dad is like cutting a piece of meat with a vibrating knife. Okay. This, oh. this, this is like Twin Peaks. This upset me profoundly. This He's cutting roast beef with an electric carver. 
and it made me sick. The sound, like, the sound of it, like, this, like, buzzing sound, and then him and Craig sitting at this table, and it's shot in the way where, like, you can see the floor and, like, the ceiling, like, the whole room is in the shot. Right. It, it's very, like, Twin Peaks. It's friggin' Leland Palmer over here. Type yeah. shit. <laughs> yeah. And, like, I, I like that they they a lot of the scenes are shot very casually with not scary music in the background but because you saw that previous scene of him like knocking the plate over mm-hmm. and being crazy to Craig every time there's a scene with Craig and his dad even when they're just laughing and joking around it like feels like a ticking time bomb oh and yeah i think that was like brilliant for this episode to do yeah. oh yeah you just have that like pit in your stomach feeling, like, every time the dad's on screen. <laughs> oh, I thought the, the knife was, like, genius. It was just, like, if, like they're talking, and then you hear, like, Ugh, Yeah, like, it's such, of, it's so tense. It's so unnerving. And, it's, um, <laughs> the dad, like, he's going on, like, oh, I made your favorites, like, roast beef and Yorkshire pudding. <laughs> what is that? I don't know what Yorkshire pudding is. Oh, it's, like, some, so, I've been reading about, I, I fall into Wikipedia holes sometimes, and I've been just reading about disgusting British cuisine lately, <laughs> just because I like to torture myself with horrifying information, and Yorkshire pudding is, like, I think it's, like, well, I know, like, a pudding in Britain is when they just mix a bunch of blood and innards together, so I think it's that, but it also could just be, like, a little pastry. Okay. It's one or the other. It's either, like, a blood sausage or haggis, or it's a pastry, but regardless, it's disgusting. <laughs> well, that's Craig's favorite. Um, and Craig's like, oh, yeah, totally. Like, I love roast beef. <laughs> and uh, then... Well, Yorkshire pudding is a small pastry made from... It's kind of like a little muffin made from eggs, flour, milk, or water. It doesn't have sweet in it or whatever it's called? No, it seems like it's... Um... Oh, it has beef drippings in it. Yeah, mm. see? They just put they just put the insides of a cow in everything, <laughs> even dessert. There's like an, a question. It's like, what does Yorkshire pudding taste like on Google? And it says, it tastes very much like a popover, which is not helpful. <laughs> yeah. Okay. What's a popover? I don't know. It doesn't sound bad. Anyway. Um, his dad is like, oh, there's a message from Joey Jeremiah on the phone. Like, you know what that's about? About? <laughs> And, um, I forget, they're, like, talking about Joey, um, and then, uh, Craig's like, no, like, why would I, like, know anything about Joey? And then his dad's like, well, why would your mother leave a surgeon for a used car salesman? (laughs) And, yeah, that, uh, I don't know, like, this whole time, I feel like it's safe to assume that, like, he was probably abusive to Julia as well. Mm. Yeah. Like, whether physically or just the way he, like, gaslights Craig in this episode, like... Also, it's kind of, it's like, you're, you're unsure how to feel for a while. Mm. Like, you're almost being gaslit by mm. this episode because you're watching, like, Craig's behavior and you're like, are they treating him like this because he has, like, a history of, like, being creepy with Angie? Like, mm-hmm. is that the reason why Joey doesn't want him around and, like, his dad doesn't want him with Joey and Angie? Like, mm. you, you can, you're kind of like, okay, maybe, like, this kid has problems and, like, he can't be around his sister. Right. <laughs> But, uh, this, it's, it's like, it's, you're, you're trying to figure it out too. Yeah. Like, it's more, it's way more complex than like any other Degrassi episode. The, yeah. Far. Yeah. This episode really walks like, I, I don't know if you guys agree with me or not, but I feel like it succeeds at walking this extremely fine line 
between where its characters are developed enough that you can relate to them as people Mm -hmm. and they seem complicated but they're it also doesn't condone their negative behavior so but they're not they're definitely bad craig's dad and even craig's behavior is clearly viewed as terrible but they don't make them cartoonishly evil Mm -hmm. but like they also even craig's dad is the show is like craig's dad is evil but they make him human enough that it it makes him a believable human being. Yeah. And I think that's awesome. It's I yeah, agree. it's yeah. refreshing for Degrassi to have like They don't do that a lot. That sense of realism, yeah. Mm-hmm. And we get the light uh humorous aspects of Degrassi <laughs> and the subplot. Yep. Miss Kwan and her sparkle hat. Um in like what appears to be like some kind of theater class that she's teaching. Oh yeah. She's having everyone come up and like give themselves an introduction. And Ashley says, do, "Do you know what Ashley says? Does anyone remember?" Wait a minute. Wait, I didn't see this. I don't think I saw this. What? It was in the episode. <laughs> what are you? So Miss Kwan is teaching some kind of class in like an auditorium, and they're in the dark. Everyone's wearing a costume. Did you I guys not. What? I didn't see this. I didn't see this. This is funny because... Did you watch the two episodes separately? Yes. Oh, wow. Because on YouTube, they have the episodes, like, the two parts, at least. Like, you can watch it as one or oh. two separate episodes. So, I guess there was another scene. That, oh, my God, you guys. This is crazy. <laughs> you Allie, what happens? Yeah. Like, You've had so, a very interesting experience. Do tell us about it. So, like, uh, so, Miss uh, so, Kwan is teaching a class in the theater... Um, everyone's wearing, like, a costume, like, a costume object, like, she's wearing a sparkly hat, and, like, everyone has, like, some kind of prop, like, it seems to be a theater class, and Ashley is, like, giving some kind of monologue about herself, and she's like, I think if everyone tries their best and puts their best foot forward, we can all achieve, like, whatever is possible for us. Just something like that, and it's very, like, business sounding, and she's like, thank you, Ashley. Um, Miss Kwan like, loves Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> you you know if Ashley didn't have her fall from grace, she wouldn't say anything like that. <laughs> and then it's Craig's turn. She's like, "Why don't you come up and introduce yourself?" And Craig is like, "I'm Craig Manning." And then sits back down. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! I can't <laughs> believe I was like, deprived of this. She's like, "Craig, uh, you, like, don't you? Wouldn't you like to tell us something about yourself?" And he sits up and he gives his, like, ex- like, his existential monologue and he's, like, in a spotlight and everyone else is in the dark around him and he's, like, what is there, like, really to life? I'm just a blip. He says, I'm a subatomic blip in the temporal fabric of creation. Oh, oh my god! God. <laughs> And then he, like, shrugs and, like, sits back down and Miss Kwan is, like, uh, very existential, Craig. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, why did I miss this? He's yeah. like doing like writing like Death Cab for Cutie songs yeah, in the form of Marvel. I was gonna say something like Xavier Renegade Angel. Like, He's like, why does it matter? We're all so small. Uh, I'm just I'm just Craig Manning. <laughs> <laughs> so wow. this is the new year. <laughs> I will be watching the episodes uh, separately now because I'm curious if there are any other scenes that weren't included. <laughs> maybe that, or maybe that was just a dream I had. <laughs> <laughs> Could have dreamt it. Much like uh, the concept of Spinner Forever. <laughs> I mean, I think about Craig all the time. <laughs> That's why you're the Craig Spurt. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Project Page. 
JT's like talking to Toby and they see Paige and JT's like, oh, my destiny is approaching. Um, oh, and Paige and Hazel are like, oh, it's gross and grosser. <laughs> <laughs> oh, and he's such a nerd to Paige too. He's going like, oh, as you wish, my lady. I know. I'll mean, carry lady. your bag for you. <laughs> Meanwhile, yeah, they're like wearing their shades and they're like eating yogurt. Like just girl stuff, you know? <laughs> that was very cool. And, um, oh, JT's like, I'll get you anything. Like, your wish is my command. Um, and she's like, go away. Oh, yeah, I wish you'd go back to your girlfriend over there. <laughs> like, wait, <pointing laughs> to Toby. Wow. Is Paige homophobic? <laughs> I don't think that was homophobic. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um... I just feel like someone. I'm sorry, guys. I'm trying to be anti-page for this episode because I what? feel like I feel like this. You just po- want to be controversial. I want to be controversial. Oh. This pod is too pro-page, and I'm not even anti-page, but I feel like there needs to be a critical opinion. I have a question. Yes. Why does Toby have a webcam sticking out of his backpack? Oh my Ooh, god! I missed that. Oh, it's so. It's in so many shots. It's like attached to some kind of like wire thing. Um, and it sticks out, like, a big eyeball of his backpack, like, over his shoulder. How do you think he got all this, all like, the- scarily specific info on all the girls in Degrassi? But all the pictures he has mm. of the girls in Degrassi are, like, purposefully taken. Like, they're portraits that they posed for. Right. So, and it's never explained why. I don't think anyone said anything about it throughout the entire episode. But it's this big eyeball-shaped, looks like a giant eyeball sticking out of his backpack over his shoulder. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> um, I hope it comes up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? What's, he's working on a bigger project. Um, the next thing is when oh, Emma and Manny are like talking about Craig like in the library or something. Um, and um, what is it? Emma's like, or Manny's like, why do all the Niners get like all the hotties? And then Emma's like, what do you mean? We have JT and Toby. <laughs> thought it was uh, a funny joke for Emma. <laughs> yeah. See, it's like JT is the boy of the past. Craig? The Craig is the Craig, man of the future. Craig is the man of the future. He's the man of the hour. He's the millennium boy. Yeah. And yeah, speaking of man of the hour, he literally like walks in while they're talking about him. And he goes like right up to Emma. He's like, Emma Nelson, you babysit Angela Jeremiah. <laughs> and she's me? like, I do? I mean, I do. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I guess they met before. At a wedding or something? Probably Joey's wedding. Joey's wedding. To Julia. Um, also, you guys, like, Emma, when they see Craig, she hides her face with voices from the wild. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, I like that. <laughs> They cover their faces. What with could voice. that even be about? Definitely, like big cats because mm-hmm. there was like a lynx on the cover or something some some type of wild cat oh the degrassi mascot maybe like a wild cat wild cat it's a panther away. it's a panther <laughs> that's the way we do it let's get to it time to show the world so they know each other emma has an in now to hanging out with craig mm-hmm. the hottie and craig uh is like she's like want to come over like I'm babysitting Angie later and he's like sure because Craig's only motivation right now is that he wants to see his sister right um so it's it's a date that she's coming over to hang out with her and Manny while her mom is having a barbecue oh right it's like her birthday Wait, Sean and Emma are 
completely broken up with at this point, right? They are, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, so this is this is something that's also never followed up on. They very early in this season they seed in Craig to be a potential love interest for Emma, and I swear nothing ever comes of it. Yeah, it's interesting. Like you, I feel like you said earlier, like they they're kind of testing out the water. It's yeah. like, who is Craig going to end up with? They pair him with people that he never hangs out with ever again. Um, I mean, who do they, they pair him with? Ashley, kind of soonish. He's a new kid. He's got to like test test out yeah. what he's going to be. Um, the next scene is. At Joey Jeremiah's oh car God. dealership. He's like showing this couple a car and he's like, if you, <laughs> if this car's a lemon, which it's not, you can have a lemon. I'll give you a lemon and you can squeeze it in my eyes. <laughs> which I would love to do. No, I'm just kidding. Um, but then he's interrupted by Craig's dad who's like, saying like he knows what he's talking about he's like off in oh the yeah distance. oh it's so scary honestly yeah he drives around in this black convertible yeah and did we talk about his hair yet like his jet black hair yeah and a widow's peak he looks like yeah. a vampire he's like a sl- but he's like a sleazy like rich guy yeah i do not uh, he's like an anime villain i feel like he gets typecast a lot it's, I just love this scene, because it's, like, two sleazy guys, like, arguing with each other in a used car lot. Yeah. <laughs> what a, what a uh, scenario. Imagine you were a preteen flipping through the channels, <laughs> and you come on to Teen Nick, and you just see these two, one bald and one balding, sleazy men arguing in a used car lot. <laughs> like, what the flip am I watching? One of them says that you could squeeze lemons in his eyes, and you're like, what is this? What am I watching? Um... Joey is, like, asking Albert about Craig. Um, like, is Craig okay? Blah, blah, blah. Um, and Joey's kind of saying, like, yeah, like, Angela, like, mentioned Craig. Like, they really want to see each other. Um, and Albert just, like, shuts him down, basically. Like, yeah, super rude. And actually, while Joey's, like, trying to talk to him, he, like, packs away. <laughs> away in his car. It's yeah. crazy. <laughs> I kind of... I kind of like Craig's dad at this point. Like, he doesn't know, like, he is a bad guy. Like, I don't, like, like his behavior, like, condone anything he does. But, like, as a character actor, he's great. Yeah, no, he plays a good, uh, a good part. Um, so Craig is at the barbecue, mm-hmm. um, with Emma, and he's hanging out with her and Angie and Manny. Um, how old is Angie? Uh, at this point... Five? Yeah, I would guess, like, four or five, maybe. Because she... She looks like she's six or seven, but she acts like she's three. She, like, <laughs> pretends like she can't talk. Like, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I heard... She's always like, Craig. Oh, <laughs> uh, now we're just boring even, like, younger children. <laughs> well, like, she... she it's, I know what you mean, she though. She talks yeah. like a toddler, but, like, she's clearly, like... Like, older than that. Yeah. I think, like, she would have to get paid more. <laughs> we have to give her less words. Like, yeah. Let's just break it down. Wait, here's the gag. Um, she comes back to Degrassi when she's older. Really? Not as Angela, but as a new character, Tori, in, like, season 11 or oh, 12. Oh, does Tori suck? Tori does kind of suck and is barely on the show. Like, seems like kind of wasted potential. Like, she could have been Angie again. Like, I think it would have been cool. 
Yeah. Well, that whole season is just wasted potential, isn't it? She came back at a bad time. <laughs> um. Oh yeah. So what is? It? They're at the party. Spike's B day. And um, I left during this scene. There's like awkward dialogue from Spike, <laughs> where um, she uh sees like Craig, Emma, and Manny playing with Angela, and like from afar she's like shouting, "What are you guys doing to her?" And then um, they're like, "We're just playing." And then she's like. Okay, guys, dinner's ready. <laughs> it seems like they cut out like some yeah. dialogue. <laughs> it was so funny. And it's just like, and it's also like in my head. I'm like watching this, and I'm still uh, unsure about like what Cry, like what Cry's relationship with his sister is, and I'm just like, uh, like is like what they're doing of concern like why why is she like asking this like it the dialogue doesn't make sense but also (laughs) like makes you concerned yeah (laughs) okay i have a hot dog (laughs) yeah all right oh oh and joey pulls up he's pulling up from a blind date um he's being so misogynistic yeah oh my god he made some sleazy comments i was really trying to be pro joey for this podcast Mm -hmm. just to be a dissenting opinion but i i really couldn't i couldn't even fake it like he shows up and he's, he's such a pussy he's dissing oh my God. he's dissing miss november he's like oh yeah she's miss november from 1973 <laughs> like, man come on like how'd she do yeah i'm very conflicted on joey jeremiah at this point he's he's like he's listening to, he's like trying to be like respectful of craig's dad but he's like ignoring that like craig's behavior and he must know craig like very well because he uh he was married to his mom right they must have been around each other like to some degree wait so craig was married craig was but born yeah he probably knows that his father was abusive if he was married to like his ex-wife right like joey knows what's going on here and he's just like letting it happen you know, he's like, like, Craig is clearly, like, reaching out for help, like, doesn't know where to be or, like, what to do. Like, he's clearly in a bad situation, and Joey is like, well, your dad says you can't see your sister, so you can't. Yeah, yeah that maybe like, very weird. Like, oh, yeah, so he, he is talking to Craig at the party. That's what he says, basically, like, your dad doesn't want you here, but uh, and, and then Craig just, like, he's like, okay. I guess I'll go. <laughs> yeah, like, that That sucks. Like He's being such a narc. Yeah. It's weird. Like, yeah. leave this house. Your dad doesn't want you here. Like, yeah. like man, it's your daughter. You you decide who can see her and who can't. Don't, yeah. Don't, don't, like, rest You're on not the like, opinion of some other nerd. He's not, like, under, like, Craig's father's control. Like, yeah. It just, but it just, like, goes to show how scary of a guy he is. Yeah, because the next scene... His um, eyes, man. Like, I the know. The way he looks at you, it's scary. He's a scary guy. And, um, I think we forgot to mention, there's the scene where we see Craig in his dark room, and he's, like, oh, kind of, yeah. he's, like, photoshopped himself into a picture that he took of Joey and Angela, and it says, the perfect family. This oh. is so, like, unbelievable. Yeah, I wrote, that's one of those moments, like, that seemed kind of out of character for Craig. Yeah. See, I didn't catch that. Oh, he kept, like, fo- he kept 
he it keeps showing him in the dark room, like developing pictures he took of Angie. He's like developing a picture he took of Angie and Joey Jeremiah near like his mom's grave um, from the cemetery, and he like cuts out the side of it and like pastes a picture of himself into it, and he like posts it in the scrapbook that he's making that's mm-hmm. called like the perfect family, which is like so corny. <laughs> yeah, it's so corny and unbelievable. I don't believe it for Craig, and I didn't need that. <laughs> To know that, like, he wants to... Yeah, the sentiment's real, but, be like... closer to Joey and Angela. I got that from, like, everything else that happened. Mm-hmm. I didn't need him to make, like, a... Fo- like, because no teenage boy would do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I guess, now that I'm thinking about it, it's probably for the sake of the plot. Because when yeah. Craig gets home from Spike's party, um, he sees his dad, and his dad's, like, not saying anything to him. And he goes in his dark room, and it's totally destroyed... Oh, wait, oh I wanted God. to say, um, when he's leaving Spike's party, he's walking away, like, backwards down the street, and he's saying, well, bye, Miss Nelson, thanks <laughs> for, for the, the hot, hot dog. dog. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, holding a hot dog. It was so funny. <laughs> or he's like, hey, uh, Miss Nelson. <laughs> <laughs> thanks for the hot dog. <laughs> How does he have a dark room just, like, in his house? That's, That's pretty sick. And, oh, yeah, so the dark room's destroyed, and... His dad comes in and he has the scrapbook. He's like looking for something, and uh, he just immediately starts like beating the shit out of Craig. It's so terrifying. It's yeah, yeah. it's very upsetting. Like I don't even want to make a joke when I'm talking about this scene because it, I, you like feel the blows happening to Craig, and it's they don't play it. It doesn't feel like you're watching a kid show anymore. Oh yeah. No, Jake Epstein. Yeah. Like we said, is such a great actor. Um, and really just, yeah, you felt just, uh, just pit in my stomach watching it. It was Mm -hmm. terrible. Yeah. They, they play it for absolute horror. And when you see, I honestly shouts out to whoever did the makeup for this episode, because when you see Craig's wounds, they're, they're like, oh, yeah. they're, they're like, like something out of a horror movie. It's like you wince looking at it and the way that they sell it is like le- legitimately very sad. Oh yeah. I don't know. I do. I don't, I'm not good with adjectives, so I don't really know what other things to say besides it's depressing. No, that's it. And Fan theory. Craig is a ghost. He's a spirit. I've been thinking about that now. That is haunting... Joey, Jer- or no, haunting his dad, Albert Manning. Um, he is like the memory of his wife, but like personified. Wow. Because they're like, they never had a kid. Oh my God. And he's so angry that his wife left him for a used car salesman and then died. And he thinks it's like his fault. So he is actually like, beating himself up wow in, in these scenes and um trying to get this like demon to leave him damn wow and just think like you know like what all the... and, and it's actually craig's dad that's doing the things that craig is doing holy shit like, taking photographs of angela yeah creepy and just think all the girls that craig, craig... isn't real all the girls that craig dates are like people going through intense emotional turmoil uh, like, just think about it. Ashley, sh- she's a goth. Emma, <laughs> not, not Emma, Emma. Ellie, she's a goth. Manny, she's Catholic, which means she's basically a goth. Like, the, like, it all fits. 
I forgot what we were talking about. I'm sorry. <laughs> so, Craig uh, is having a terrible time. Yeah, that's how life. the episode ends. Uh, oh, yeah. His dad, like, breaks his camera, too. We see, like, the lens cracks. Something from uh, part one that I want to mention before we start the next one is when, uh, with JT and Paige's date, oh. uh, when Spinner and Hazel, or basically oh, yeah. Spinner and Hazel convinced Paige to actually go on a date with JT for money. They're going to pay her for it. Yeah. She's like, everyone has a price. Name your price. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, as if I'd go out in public with it. <laughs> <laughs> but she agrees to do it ultimately because she needs a haircut. Right. It's all to get rid of this uh, mullet. Does she even have a mullet? I know, tell. like, barely. she has it back in clips. But I am someone who has struggled with a mullet. <laughs> um, <laughs> and let me tell you, that's all you can do. You just gotta put it back in clips because it takes so long for your hair on the sides of your head to grow out. I've been trying to do it for a year. It's only, like, just past my ears. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, I love mullets, but like mm-hmm. it's once you're once you get into it, it's so hard to get out of it. It's a long road. It's, it's like an addiction. <laughs> um, I also this we Spitter mentions the earwigs. Oh yeah, it's like the little pinchers. I didn't understand that. Um, because Hazel, they're talking about like the date, and like Paige is like, oh, I could like clean my parents' garage for the money. And uh, Hazel's like, would you rather a light evening with Frodo or an entire day gagging through cobwebs in your garage? And Spinner's like, think about the earwigs, you know, the pinchers. (laughs) We love a callback. One of Spinner's best... uh... Earwigs are really becoming a character, almost. Basically. (laughs) So now, part two. Oh, this, this episode starts out insanely strong with so little, you get so much characterization for both Craig's dad and for Craig. Mm Mm-hmm. Because um, I, I watched them both connected, so I'm not really sure. I think this is where it started. Where um, Craig's dad is dropping off Craig at school. Mm-hmm. And um, Craig's dad just looks very remorseful. And both characters do an amazing job of selling these like insanely complicated emotions. And Craig's dad clearly looks be- looks like he regrets you know, abuse. Yeah. And he gives Craig money and oh. basically gaslights him. Yeah, just... Big, brings out this, like, wad of cash. And he's like, go buy yourself a new camera. Oh, you got it, Craiger. And immediately, you understand both of those people. Like, yeah. every bad thing Craig does later on in Degrassi, like, you immediately understand his kind of, his fear of commitment, you know, all those things. Because he, like, the only person he has right now is his dad, who basically like gives affection and then takes it away in this way that's so cruel and manipulative oh yeah and it, it, it gave me chills like it made me so like sick when he like hands him the money he's like no hard feelings right i'm like oh, oh. my god like it's just such a terrible situation <laughs> yeah um so Craig goes into school um what happens next he is, I think the next we see is he's playing basketball with Sean. Oh my god. And uh, Sean's like, you should try out for the school team this year. <laughs> um, he's like shirtless too. He's yeah. one of like those guys who thinks it's cool to just not wear a shirt. <laughs> those are the worst men. I, I say never trust a man who's comfortable shirtless outside. That's my <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> like... They're too confident. Like you can't trust that. <laughs> Um, but I, I think, what, does Emma come up to him and is like, 
Well, I think uh, soon, yeah. This is first Sean, like, I think accidentally hits Craig, like, where Craig got hurt. And he's oh, like, oh, oh. like, man, this isn't hockey. <laughs> <laughs> like, you just see the PTSD that he's going through. For sure, game. yeah. Craig immediately gets really uh, intense. Like, he just doesn't want to be touched. He doesn't want anyone to get close to him. It's real hedgehog's dilemma. It's so sad. Mm-hmm. And he sells it, the actor. Like He's, you know, all, he like shows up and immediately like all the other actors are just trying like trying to like contend with him because yeah. he's like such a good actor. Yeah. And he like really like takes he makes everyone else like go to a different level of acting. Too, yeah, I, I think he brings like. everybody like the best. Yeah. Yeah. Like and honestly, I'm very happy that the actor who plays Craig had the second most successful post Degrassi career out of any of them. <laughs> Obviously, like, Drake is miles away, but, um, I mean, he went on to do Broadway, and he's, he's in one of my favorite musicals ever. Me, me and Ryan both have shared backgrounds as former theater Oh, uh, everyone, like, says this. <laughs> no, it's okay. Um, and, uh, he's in Spring Awakening, and if, if you guys have never seen Spring Awakening, I highly recommend it, especially if you're just, like, a trashy emo boy like me who goes in for... <laughs> stuff you know that sort of thing (laughs) (laughs) but i think yeah he like storms off from sean and then uh the next we see of him he's like looking at his money and someone knocks into emma like someone off screen like we don't see their face like watch where you're going oh yeah (laughs) i'm like all right because she's like busy like daydreaming about craig oh yeah (laughs) (laughs) the writers really didn't try with that one at all (laughs) Um, um, Craig's like, oh, like, he sees her. He's like, oh, how was the rest of the party? And she's like, oh, good, until the uh, supposed adults started singing 80s hits. Oh, those adults. <laughs> oh, everybody wants something. They're always, like, getting lost in their, their 80s, like, the, the time of their lives. Yeah. You know? <laughs> um, and then Emma, um, kind of says to him, like, oh, you shouldn't have had to leave so early, like, Emma is so rational. <laughs> she is. She invites Craig to, like, I'm going to pick up Angela after this. Like, why don't you come with me? I also like Emma's look in this scene. She's wearing, like, a green tank top with a, a neon green necklace and, like, two neon green, like, clips in her hair. Okay. It's cool. That is cool. I don't know. Emma's always dressed like a psycho. <laughs> she has some, like, uh, Emma's, like, hit or miss with looks for me. Yeah. Dolphin pants. Shout out dolphin pants. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> Everything about this is just, um, even, even like Paige, everyone is just dressed in a way that I can't condone. No, no, Yeah, no, that's where no. you're wrong, I buddy. get that. You're losing me. No, I, I get, like, Y2K is coming back now, so everyone's into it. I don't think it ever left. It did for a bit. <laughs> um, but, but now it's back, and I, I respect it, and it's trajectory, because every lame thing has to come back and be cool again. But I was just, I, I don't know, it's just the, the like wraparound sunglasses with the tank top and the, <laughs> I just can't do it. You're losing me. <laughs> I get it. I, I was, I was born at the time when that was very bad to look like. And now I don't understand why it's cool again. You're talking to me as we just discussed. I'm wearing a shirt very similar to the one Paige is wearing in this episode. It's extremely And I'm going to take a little bit of personal offense. No, I like the shirt. I, I, I'm i speaking generally here. 
platform flip-flops should be... Anyone who wears it should go to jail. That's all I'm saying. So Emma's babysitting Angie. Right. After school, and she's like, come hang out with me and Angie after school. Um... Does so, anything else happen? Oh, <laughs> uh, they go to pick her up, and uh, Angela's like, I want to go to the park. Like, park! She, yeah, <laughs> she's a formful sentences. <laughs> park. Um, and I was like, I don't know, I gotta, like, uh, study, so, like, I'm gonna bring Angie home so she can just watch TV. <laughs> the TV is gonna do most of the babysitting. Yeah, I thought that was kind of funny, but also, like, damn, Emma. Um, <laughs> so, Craig's like, oh, I could take her. And Emma's like, uh, I don't know, I'm skeptical, but they, like, convince her. Yeah, so she she lets Craig take Angie to the park. And there's this beautiful, I don't know how you guys felt, I thought it was, like, really beautiful scene when they were, like, playing in the yeah. rain in the yeah. park. That was the first scene with him and his sister that was legitimately cute. Like, not creepy or coded weird. Right. It was, but, but I, no, it, it also it wasn't, off, like, but... made clear. Like, that, that Craig, like, what Craig's deal is yet. Like, we know he's being abused by his father at this point. Like, but we still don't know if he is, like, a danger to his sister. Yeah. So, I'm, like, watching them play in the grass, and I'm, like, oh, this is so cute. But I'm also, like, uh, first time watching this, I'm, like, is he going to molest her? Right. Like, I forget <laughs> that, like, because I've seen this, like, so many times. Like. Yeah, but, like. I mean, it gives you those clues that, like, that's something that might happen because he is stalking her. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, he does have, like, a weird, t- like, relationship with her, mm-hmm. as there's, far as we can see. There, there's one moment of that that's so sad, like, when his wounds show up, mm-hmm. and he explains it as, like, having come from a dinosaur. Yeah, this, that's when they're, like, playing, um, and he says, yeah, a dinosaur bit him. Um, and then it's just when he's like, oh, like, come with me. Like, he's like, I have an idea. Oh, that part was weird. They go get ice cream and, oh, it's so weird. Like the music from the ice cream truck playing in the background is like kind of eerie, like very creepy. Mm. Like something's going wrong. Like this is a little bit off now. He's like buying Angie ice cream and he's like, don't eat it too fast. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And then... Like, Emma's just hanging out, and Joey Jeremiah just, like, shows up. He's always just, like, around in this episode. <laughs> just, yeah, just driving around, test driving his used car. He's got a convertible, too, right? Yeah, but it's red. <laughs> Every dad has a convertible. <laughs> my, my, no, my dad didn't have a, he had a, I don't know, cars, but it opened up at the top, but then we got, we got into a car accident, and so he oh, doesn't God. have wow. it anymore. So you had a convertible? No, it wasn't a convertible. Was it a little red Corvette? No, it was like, like a, a I think it was called like a Challenger or something, but that could be a spaceship. A Dodge? I don't know. <laughs> it, it was like a very midlife Dodge Jeep Ram Chrysler? I, I don't know cars either. <laughs> I, I couldn't tell you. Now he just has like the Star Wars themed Jeep. Ah. Uh, <laughs> um... So, yeah. He pulls up to Emma's. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah. Uh, I'm here to pick up Angie. Like, where is she? Like, is she inside with your mom? And Emma's like, um, like, she's with Craig. <laughs> he's like, she's like, it's fine. And he's like, you leave the parenting decisions to me. Yeah. Yeah, because Emma's trying to be like, come on, like, there's like half siblings, like, they need to be in each other's lives. <laughs> Which is valid. Yeah. Um, Joey Jeremiah, the expert at good parenting and being responsible. And <laughs> oh, yeah. He, like, so he's, like, kind of pissed, so he's, like, going to look for them now. And 
okay, maybe uh, my new favorite cinematography risk. The shot mm. of Joey with yes. the palm tree. We see Joey go to like the park where uh, Angela and Craig were just at. And we get this like uh, from the bottom shot of like Joey and there's like a tall palm tree in the background. It's very like cinematic. Like, yeah. And, and then he's like looking around for Angie and the camera is like spinning around following. Like, yeah. The camera is like spinning around on him. Um, and it's just very, like, disorienting, and there's, like, weird music playing, mm-hmm. and he's, it's, like, it conveys panic, like, um, and he finds, uh, Craig and Angie at the ice cream truck, and Craig is talking to Angie, and he's, like, we'll go, remember British Columbia? Like, we'll go back to British Columbia. He's, like, I have the money, like, let's go to the bus. Mm-hmm. And then Joey pulls up, and Angie is, like, like, like dad like and she's like can dad come and craig is like he's like come where craig where are we going and he's like and craig is like a little bit like like in a manic state yeah like so um he really was gonna like run away with angie Uh and like kidnap her (laughs) like the the writers are they, they make a lot of mistakes, uh, even in this episode, like, with the whole, like, oh, the high school closed down, but they do a really successful job of kind of seeding in that Craig is bipolar before it's even a plot point. Yeah, it is set up, like, very well. Yeah. Especially, like, rewatching this, I noticed that. Yeah, like, that I, that really struck me, but, like, they really did, like, replicate a, like, a manic episode mm-hmm. very successfully before it's even, like, you're supposed to think about Craig in that way. That's, that's the the best Craig episode in... That's maybe the best episode of Degrassi. Where you find out, yeah. Yeah, when he beats up Joey Jeremiah because he's, like, marrying Ashley or whatever (laughs) he's doing. I love that episode. It's, yeah, it's one of the best for sure. But yeah, so... Oh, sorry. Why does Joey Jeremiah marry Ashley? Oh my god. (laughs) No, that doesn't happen. (laughs) (laughs) Does not happen. Um... But yeah, uh, so Joey's like, where where were you going? And then uh, Angie's like, British Columbia! Like... (laughs) Canada is so freaking stupid. Craig is like, Craig is like, no, no, no. I was just joking. Like, um, and Joey, she's like, but you have all that money in your pocket. Um, and Craig is like, has a lot of money in his pocket. And Joey is like very angry at him, and like, because he realizes he was going to run away with Angie, and he's like, let's go. Like, um, so this feels weird. Yeah, Joey, like, tells him to And this to stay just away. strengthens, like, the, you know, like, the weird, like, you don't know how to feel about Craig. Yeah. Because, yeah, he he would have done this. Yeah. Uh, had he been, like, not caught by Joey. But uh, after he gets caught by Joey, he goes home, um, and his dad's there, and he's like, oh, what's wrong? Uh... And he's like, oh, did you get the camera? And Craig's like, oh, no, like, the one I wanted was actually, like, $100 more. Um, <laughs> oh, this scene is just, because it starts out, like, lighthearted. Yeah. And it goes so south. But when you're first watching it, like, they play it like it's just, like, a dad and son talking. And they kind of joke around with each other. Mm-hmm. And that that's what I'm saying. Like, every scene with this guy is just, like, it's like a so much tension like a time bomb about to go off and he's yeah. got a golf club and you know he's yeah gonna use it. Uh, yeah it's really um 
it's tense for sure. And then, like, when the phone rings, I was like, oh my god. Joey Jeremiah is a little snitch. <laughs> <laughs> he calls him to tell him that uh, Craig was with Angie again. Mm-hmm. Craig yeah, just like, runs upstairs flip? to hide. He has three locks on his door, too, which just tells you everything. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he calls, Craig hears, like, his dad on the phone, and he calls Sean, he's like, hey, Sean, like, you wanna hang out? Uh, okay, cool. Uh, and they make plans to meet up, he, like, climbs out his window. Oh, was it a second-story window? Yeah. When he jumped out of I was like, what the fuck? Well, also, guys, like, you don't forget, like, there's a part where, like, his dad runs up there, and it's like... Something out of the freaking Shining. Yeah, he's like, like breaking down. The he door. takes yeah. a golf club and he starts breaking down the door. Like I was like in the back of my head, I was like, "Oh, they just have him using the golf club to make him seem more threatening." Mm-hmm. But then immediately after I had that thought, he starts like going like with the golf club, and I legitimately shouted out like a "Wow!" Like because it was just so I heard shocking. You, I heard you do that in the other room. <laughs> yeah, no, it freaked me out. It was so scary. It was. I, I just couldn't believe he jumped out of a second story window. Yeah. <laughs> Craig's a king. He doesn't do things halfway. <laughs> um, so he goes to meet up with Sean and oh the next scene was also very cinematic. Sean and Craig walking down yeah. the train tracks, very like stand by me uh-huh. vibes. Um, they're like talking, uh Sean's talking about his parents, like, oh yeah, like they're drunks, like um and uh Craig's dad comes up and he's like, Yeah, like we fight a lot, like his job is stressful. But he's like, I may go solo. I'm thinking British Columbia. <laughs> and Sean is like, no, you're going to end up on the streets. He's like, come with me. And Sean is like, no, man, it's a bad idea. Like, he's like, did your dad hit you? Um, we don't really get an answer because then the train is coming. Mm-hmm. Oh, this seems insane. It's, yeah, yeah, it's wild. And Craig is just like, you know, Sean's like, let's get off the tracks. And Craig is like standing on the tracks and like laughing. Mm-hmm. And he won't get off. And the train is approaching. And this is, like, crazy for Degrassi. Like, yeah, for sure. Um, and f- just in time, like, Sean pulls Craig off the tracks, and you see just, like, his skateboard go in the air, and, and you, don't, you don't know if, like, he pulled him off or if, like, he got hit by the train and the skateboard flew up. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, like, pauses, and then it fades back in, and, like, Sean and Craig are, like, laying on the ground, the train going by. And he's like, what the fuck, man? Like, <laughs> you see, like, this is, like, one of the moments that made me kind of grateful for the show even existing. Like, mm-hmm. the fact that they were willing to d- discuss these these really difficult things, especially to talk about them in a show intended for preteens and teenagers. It's right. Like, so, like, it, it really is, this is, like, when the show, like, takes the gloves off. It's like, okay, like, Degrassi, it's real now. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm really happy about it. And I feel like it still, like, doesn't sacrifice, like, the charm. No, no, no not, not at, at all. all. Like, I was still laughing, like, through this whole yeah. episode. Like, when Joey was like, you can squeeze a lemon in my eyes. I was, like, <laughs> cracking up. Yeah. And with the hot dog, too. Is Joey a sub? That's, like, a crazy <laughs> thing to say. I don't know. Is Joey a sub? Like, I don't really get that vibe from him. Yeah, I don't see that for him. Okay. I just, like... That's, like, a weird thing to tell I, anyone. I think he has, like, masculinity. Like, yeah. Issues. <laughs> he's very like, uh, like, uh, yeah. kind of like a. He's like a. What I'm the only thing I can think of is like Bobby Bottle Service. To describe <laughs> yeah. <him. laughs> like, well, I mean Joey on because uh, I'm still watching Grassy Junior High for the first time. Like Joey is absolutely like vile. Kinda, yeah. Like I like him more as an adult. If that's saying anything <laughs> wow. to, to you guys, like. <laughs> 
him. He like lost. A, Not saying a lot. Yeah, <laughs> just so, just to give you guys a perspective on uh, Joe Jeremiah in, in the eighties, he lost a. He gets beaten up by a guy in an Asia tank top, and that should <laughs> tell you everything you need to know. Really, it was the heat of the moment. The heat of the moment. Truly. So after the train incident, uh, Craig like runs away, and. Um, Next, we see Emma is like uh, painting her nails outside, Ugh. and Sean. <laughs> Disgusting. Sean like comes over, um, and kind of like lets Emma know, like I'm worried about Craig. Like he like ran off, like almost got hit by a train, and so they go to Joey to like talk about it, um, and they tell him like his bat dad like beats him, um, and Joey's and- like that's a very serious accusation. Yeah, and they don't Freaking believe annoying. him at first. It's like shut the fuck. Up. Joey, mm-hmm. like, uh, because yeah, if you're sorry. not getting into like fist fights at your high school reunion, <laughs> oh, I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah, like, what the flip? Like, like, he doesn't want to believe it, but like, he should have every reason to because knowing this guy yeah. at all, yeah, he went to his used car lot to legit threaten, threaten him. Yeah. yeah, like, you, you really think it's out of the question for this guy who walks around looking like a villain in Persona 5? Like, <laughs> and then Angie is like. No, or, 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 like, she, like, pretends she, like, can't hear what they're talking about, but she clearly, like, she she's at an age where she understands what people are saying. She's like, is it something about Craig? <laughs> <laughs> like, you know, like, like, any, like, a kid her age would understand, like, the conversation. Like, yeah. it's very clear what they're talking about. And then, <laughs> and then she's, he's like, he's like, no, like, Angie, like, don't worry. Like, <laughs> and then Angie's like, Craig got bit by a dinosaur. He showed me. I saw all purple. (laughs) (laughs) Like, why does she act like she's, like, three? (laughs) Like, she's clearly, like, older than that. Um, And then Joey's concerned. He's like, okay, like, let's go find him. So they drive, him and Sean go drive around. (laughs) The scene of, um, what, of uh, Craig on the street. Oh, yeah. It was legitimately hilarious. Like, (laughs) I know that I've said legitimately, like, 15 times in this whole podcast. But, like, um, it was so funny. I know it's supposed to be serious. But, one... They're playing a trip hop beat in the background. Oh, so, yeah. so you the know, music in this episode is good. So you know he's on the streets because they're playing like a massive attack. It's a little like record. sleazy. Yeah. yeah. And second, After all, hours. all the people on the street are these classic like '80s British-looking punks, like not crusties, not like grungy-looking kids, like. Kids in leather jackets with spiked hair that look like they're going to a Sex Pistols concert. Like gathered around like a garbage fire. Like, who, are, who looks like that in 2004 or whenever this happened? You know what? I think I didn't have that. I don't remember this. Like, I don't think that scene was in the version I watched. And that's funny because watching it, because uh, I've seen this episode at least like a few times in my life. Like, I don't remember ever seeing that. So it's interesting. I think I just saw them driving around. Like, they didn't get out of the car at all. And then they called Emma, and they were like, we're going to come back if we don't find him. Is this what Degrassi thinks life on the streets is like? (laughs) (laughs) They've never been outside before. Yeah. I was surprised when they showed, like, the the Toronto, like, uh, streetcar. Oh, yeah. In, like, a shot. I was like, oh, that's cool. So they're, like, they're, like, in a suburb, but, like, they're close enough where they can get on the streetcar. Yeah. That's cool. 
Because I would, yeah, I would like to know, like, whereabouts, like, it's supposed to take place. I'm not sure. Man, it's life in the six for you. They got, <laughs> they got, they got British, like, oi freaking street punks running around. It's like on the highway. <laughs> yeah. Trip hop music, like, 20 years too late. Like. <laughs> so, so Emma says, um, Emma's, like, looking through Craig's photo mm-hmm. book while she's at home babysitting Angie and... She's like, there's one other place you should check because she sees a picture of Craig's mom's grave. And so they go to the cemetery mm-hmm. and they find him at his mom's grave. Oh, this was a great scene. Yeah. Like, one, you can immediately tell it's like the 2000s now because they end the the climax of the episode is in a freaking graveyard. Like, it's like a hella, like a MCR music video. <laughs> Like, so angsty. All the colors are washed out in that twilight way. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, it's nighttime. Yeah, but, like... <laughs> you Come on, guys. It's the 2000s. There's no color. It's the 2000s. Come yeah. on. <laughs> everyone has bangs. Like, everyone's a little gray-looking. I don't know if anyone had bangs in that scene. Just give me... Joey Jeremiah's bald for one. <laughs> <laughs> he had bangs spiritually. <laughs> okay i'll buy it um so yeah they find him at the graveyard um and joey's like trying to talk to craig yeah this scene like honestly like maybe tear up a little bit like when joey he kind of asks craig outright like your father like beats you doesn't he um and craig like just admits to him um and they hug and like craig is like crying and i'm like oh my god like Jake Epstein's just such a good actor. Like, he really, yeah. like, uh, delivers such a great performance. And this is when Craig turns into mist and evaporates back into the spirit <laughs> realm. He wasn't real, guys! He wasn't real! <laughs> um, no, he, but... Go ahead. He was a projection of Joey Jeremiah's yeah. guilt for not being the main character. <laughs> yeah, he's the... He represents like every regret that like joey this is an episode about the sleazy dads and and craig is a representation of like all of their regrets and like wrongdoings yeah and a manifestation of it does that make sense it does (laughs) yeah a little too much sense (laughs) that what this i'm saying this is a good storyline yeah there's something here yeah, so Joey, like, now is going to help Craig get out of his dad's house because he knows he's being abused. Mm-hmm. Um, so he takes him home. He takes, he, I guess, talks to his dad and, like, says he's going to stay with him. Um, he ta- And then he takes Craig in the morning to, like, get his stuff. And, oh, this is, like, oh, this is, like, when you just see, like, Craig's dad and his, like, worst... This was, like, the worst I saw him. It was hard because, to watch, like, yeah. He was really just, like, um, you know, he, he, like, really doesn't realize, like, he's an abuser, you yeah. know? Yeah, yeah, like, right, Seth. Like, I don't beat you. Th- this is, like, what I, what I mean when I was saying that this sh- episode walks, like, such a fine line, and it does it so successfully in that, like, uh, immediately in this scene, you know, like, Craig's dad, he's an evil guy, like, legitimately a villain. But it's very... I watched that scene and I was like, okay, this is like a human being. This is like a three-dimensional character. Mm-hmm. You know, like, the the mental hoops he jumps through to, like, try and believe he's not an abuser. 
like you see those gears turning in his head and it's it's so legitimately sad especially when like craig is like dad listen there's three things i can like do right now i could call children's aid i can go to joey jeremiah and sort this out and then like there's like a pause and then he's like or i can stay here and this is like the first time they like that he kind of admits it yeah where he's like or i can stay here and have you and let you beat me and then craig says like i don't beat you yeah oh Mm -hmm. like he does also like it's really saying something that, like, he would prefer to go with Joey Jeremiah, of all people. Oh, my God. <laughs> There's um, always that. Like, yeah, and they're, like, oh. saying it on the stairs, too. Like, it's very, like, interestingly shot. Like, yeah, it was. It's a good scene. And both, char- both actors do, like, such a good job. Like, they both look on the verge of tears, and they both look, like, truly conflicted. Like, mm-hmm. you could see, like... Like, Jake Epstein, like, sells that there's a part of Craig that, like, wants to stay, that wants to, like, stay with the familiar, Mm -hmm. but, like, you know, like, ultimately he leaves, and even, like, Craig's dad is, like, wrestling with the fact that he's a monster, and there's just so much, like, going on in that scene psychologically. I'm really not selling how good it is. Oh, yeah, and he's, like... Um, he's like, you're leaving me just like your mom. Oh, yeah. And it's like, you know, he did this, like, same thing to Craig's mom. Mm -hmm. Like, it's really sad. And it's, it sucks, like, later on in the show when you see Craig, like, doing a lot of the, like, mimicking the same behaviors that his dad does in some way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, To, to, like, not, like, not, not to the same extent. He doesn't, like, abuse anyone physically, but you do see him, like, kind of internalizing some of the these toxic traits and it's it's hard to watch but it's very it's very credibly and believably done and they never let craig off the hook for it which is good mm-hmm. they don't romanticize the emo boy <laughs> for every girl who is unhappy oh. <laughs> for every boy who is bad um all right we gotta cover this uh, the B story, yeah. B story, which had me laughing like the whole time. Oh, because it's, it's so good. It's almost like not fitting how like lighthearted this one is, but like, oh. uh, it is the comic relief that is needed for this heavy story. And I forgot that there were ever like B stories that like tie in to like, like when they're in a two parter. Like, I forget that they're like continued in the second episode. Oh yeah. That's kind of cool. That was good. I really enjoyed it in this episode. Um, So, JT... um, Last we heard, they're going on the date. Or, right? uh, No, no, I don't think they've... So, Paige Paige, decided. Paige decided she's going to go out with JT because Hazel and Spinner are going to pay her for it. Right. (laughs) She goes freaking incognito. (laughs) Yeah, so she asks... So, she says, like, hey, JT, like... Let's go grab dinner and a bite. And your treat. Oh yeah, her, de- treat. her delivery was like movie and a bite. Your treat tonight, the mall, five p.m. And Toby's Sharp. mouth is just like a gape, wide open. Because <laughs> right before like Paige went up to him, like JT and Toby are like, "Oh, it's never gonna happen. Like it's never gonna happen." And then she's like. Tonight. <laughs> no, the reason Toby was so shocked was more because it, like, messed with his... The with Isaac his, system has yeah. failed. It, it messed with his, like, algorithm mm-hmm. that he had just so worked on. Like, it's not for any good reason that he's shocked. It's just because he's a freaking Mark Sucker rug, like, freaking <laughs> nature, like... 
He is, but I think it's downplayed that Toby is, like, low-key a genius for, like, yeah. building his own search engine in the last season. Knows and now... way too much about no, computers. No, in 2021, we're not giving any praise to tech nerds for what they've done to society. <laughs> yeah, you're right. For what they've done to our democracy. <laughs> anyway. Uh, sorry. Um... <laughs> Um, Paige shows up, like, in a hoodie and sunglasses to the movie theater, like, does not want to be seen with JT. Akin to that, uh, YouTube video, what's, like, it's, cool like, guy. cool guy, right? It's, like, the guy in, like, the hoodie. <laughs> yeah. It's, like, it's cool guy. <laughs> yeah. It looks, she looks just like cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> Except she doesn't have a basketball on her head. Yeah. Um. They're at the the mall. They're at the movie theater. They're at the combination mall movie theater. Um, <laughs> Do and kids in the suburb really go on dates at the mall. Oh yeah, that's the only place to go on a date. <laughs> oh my God, so that's... always to go. Period. Like, yeah. it sucks. <laughs> the mall is like the only place in the suburb. Yeah. Um. Oh man, I miss mall culture. I know. I haven't been to a mall in a while. Kids from other towns. Yeah. It was good. I met, oh, like, the scene kids that would hang out at the mall. Oh, it's so much fun. There was always, like, an older kid who would, like, give you cigarettes. Yeah. (laughs) It shows that, like, my high school and college personality was me pretending, like, imitating a mall, a stereotypical mall kid. (laughs) Because that culture's not, like, in Queens and Manhattan. But, but, like, I, I, I just hated like, kids who liked the Velvet Underground so much that I wanted to be the opposite, that I, like, pretended to be a Hot Topic kid. <laughs> you you appropriated our culture. I really did. Like, I, 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 I'm deeply ashamed of it now, but it was true. If you were there for, like, mall culture, you would have hated it. Oh, I know. Yeah. You would find it, like, repulsive. <laughs> it was pretty sleazy. Oh, my no, I don't. I don't have a doubt in my mind. I mean, I don't know. MySpace was pretty gross. I never had one, but I've heard horror stories. <laughs> it was like the girls who are like famous on Facebook that like only exist in real life at the mall. Yeah, literally. <laughs> anyway, uh, they're on a date. Um, JT is, um, you know, Paige is like kind of like not like just like breezing through it, kind of being like. Haha, <laughs> it's like everything. Mm-hmm. JT says, like, let me tell you a joke about a cheerleader. Uh, and oh, yeah. he says, like, what's, what is it? It's, uh, what is a cheerleader's uh, favorite drink? And it's root beer. <laughs> ah, and is like, like, I'm so offended. I can't believe you would make this joke about cheerleaders to a cheerleader. To last year's head cheerleader. <laughs> Which I thought was great. And Paige is like, but I'll forgive you. Riddle me this, though. What's the difference between a North Park cheerleader and a bag of trash? Trash gets taken out more often. <laughs> and JT, like, snorts laughing, and then Paige is laughing, and, like... They look like they're having a good time. Yeah! And it, I, it makes me sad that we don't see more of this pairing in any capacity. Yeah, like, I feel like they're both, like, very catty. Yeah. Like, and they would do well together. They like, have a lot friends. of chemistry, yeah. She Once, like, Marco and Ellie show up, Paige really gets absorbed into that social circle, and kind of everyone else is shut out. Mm. You're right. Yeah, it's like really the same. She finds like her real friends. Yeah, it's true. Yeah, no, it, it, but it's just like, but it is a shame that like a lot of the 
in the early seasons you get you see her paired with characters that like she never even shares a screen with anymore by the end of her run in Degrassi Mm -hmm. and I I think it's it's a shame you know and I you know I do think think it's dead by that point anyway (laughs) oh god spoiler alert (laughs) is that like we talk about it all the time yeah (laughs) I feel like people who like haven't seen Degrassi like the two things they know are like Jimmy Goodshaw JT dies yeah (laughs) the actor who played JT is bald now I did know that, unfortunately. He can be the new Joey Jeremiah. In, like, <laughs> oh my god. No, he can't because he died. He's... He'd come back and play like a different character. You're really yeah. going to tell me they're not going to revive JT like our Lord and Savior? <laughs> he died for our sins. This is my Bible. Yeah. Um. Oh yeah, and then Hazel and Spinner, Spinner they're watching. They're just like laughing. And JT is like, what? What's going on? And, uh, you know, it's really, like, sad and upsetting to, like, see this because they were actually having fun. And, uh, Hazel and Spinner are, like, I can't believe you're, like, actually laughing. Mm -hmm. You've more than earned this. And they, like, give her the 30 bucks. Oh, and it's so sad. Like, JT is just, like, uh, hates to be in his position. Yeah, he looked so sad. And Spinner says to him, he's like, what dream time is over? I'm like, oh, that oh, was crazy. That's terrible. Yeah. Also, Spinner, I'm, I got into Degrassi around, like, the mid-seasons. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, four, five, six, like, that whole era. So, like, I'm used to seeing, like, Spinner, like, looking like the lead singer of a metalcore band. Mm-hmm. And here he just looks like a freaking, like, insane person. <laughs> he's wearing, like, a giant orange hoodie with, like, Justin Timberlake circa NSYNC hair with like oh, yeah. a buka shell necklace. Oh, I love this. Well, we're, uh, it's almost the season of Blonde Spinner that wow. we're on. There are a lot of chains in this episode too. Like JT's chain. Oh. And then Sean had like a big chain on his jeans. Yeah. JT, uh, I really liked his day outfit. Like the flame. That was sick. Shirt. You have a shirt like that. I, yeah, I have a shirt that's very similar. And his chain was great. Really, uh, liked it. But, um, yeah, he's so sad about this, clearly. And he's like, you got paid to go out with me? And Paige is like, sue me. And she runs away. <laughs> JT did it all for the nookie. And then... Because <laughs> he looks like Fred Durst. I know. <laughs> <laughs> and then we get the last scene of this plotline is uh, JT's in his locker and Paige comes up and apologizes and says, it wasn't half bad. If you, didn't, if you weren't, like, in a subterranean social sphere and 5'10", I would maybe go out with <laughs> Or 5'1". <five one>. 5'1". <laughs> <Five one. laughs> Oh yeah, five ten is pretty tall, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> He's taller than me. Aww. Um, and um, and then JT's like, uh, he does the thing where he's like, "Well, you can make it up by giving me a kiss." Yeah, he's like, I always thought like a good day ends with a kiss. A kiss on the cheek, and now another kiss I see. <laughs> <laughs> Neville Papperman. Um, and Paige is like, "No way." Uh. And, but then she does it anyway, mm-hmm. and it's kind of cute. It is. If you give them a kiss on the cheek, uh, everything is good between them. So that's that's it for this episode. It was a really good one. Yeah. I uh, can't wait to see this season of Degrassi, because I think two uh, is one of the better ones. It really, yeah, I think it's just like I think all like up two, from here. Two through six are like... It's really when the show kind of becomes itself, like it finds out Mm -hmm. what it is, and I I like that this is when the characters kind of, because I feel like they start out 
as very stock tropes, like the bully, the class clown. Right. And here's when they become, they 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 start to grow and they become more interesting. Yeah, they're being given these like heavier storylines, these these issues of the week. <laughs> yeah. Of. And I and I I really like that Craig is is portrayed complexly from the beginning. Mm-hmm. He's not just like an emo dream boy. He's he clearly is going through some stuff. I mean, stuff. he is an emo dream He boy. is an emo dream boy. <laughs> but it's not sugar-coated, and I think that's really good. I have one question for you before we go. Oh, God. Top five Prince songs. Top five Prince songs. Okay, okay. Um, I'm going to say If I Was Your Girlfriend. I think that's a beautiful song. And I that's think your number one? It might be. Wow. I think it's incredible. Like, I, I love the part, like, in the beginning when the song starts and it sounds like a Prince song played backwards, and then he just, like, shows up with like that beautiful pitched up falsetto and he sounds like freaking pc music and i like the fact that like in it he like he truly like goes into the bit and he like transforms into an anime girl and just like but he doesn't like play it for like normally you would expect prince to be like really trashy and like play it for like sexiness but instead he like he's really just like i want to like be your your best friends so I can like know this side of you that I can't know like. Well, that's as the Prince. thing. Like I don't. I don't feel like Prince is ever trashy and is like sexiness because I feel like it always is like, like I like it's very sexy, but it's also very like deep and like feeling. Yeah. No, you know? no, it, like, it is, it and like is, kind but, of mystical. But he'll also like make songs like she had so many devices. You know the one I'm talking about. When Nikki started to grind. Oh yeah, that's the song that led to parental advisory taking. <laughs> it's always like you're so sexy, and also like uh, I'm, like, thinking about like God and the universe. Yeah, and, like, it's like yearning. Oh, yeah. My God. Okay, so there's that song. Um, I'm, I'm. Oh, I love in that song when he's like, he's like, I could help you pick out your clothes. Uh, not that you can't pick them out yourself. It's not. It's not wrong <laughs> if, I, if I watch you undress. It's just because we're friends. Like, like. <laughs> Like, but I think he believes it. Like, like, I'm I, not talking down on you. Yeah. <laughs> I just like to help you pick out your clothes. Oh, queen. I love him. But um, I'm going to be really basic and put, like, three of these songs from Purple Rain. Because um, I'm i going to say the beautiful ones. Because I think, I think that's his best ballad. I love the fact that it starts out with just him on a falsetto. And then by the end, he's just screaming like an insane person. And he's like, do you want him? Do you want me? And then he does like this legit like metal scream over this beautiful soul song, and it's it's one of the most like fraught moments in any Prince song. He sounds legitimately in pain. Um, I would also say um, "Take Me With You" because I think the synth string arrangement on it is gorgeous, and it sounds like uh, like I love sixties pop, and it sounds like sixties pop. And um, how many songs do I have left? I think that was three. Three? Okay. I'm gonna have was to... Was that three? I think it was four. No, it was three. Wait. You said... You said... Yeah, um... You said if I, I was your girlfriend. Girlfriend. When, uh, Take Me With you, you and The Beautiful Ones. Um, I'm gonna have to put so When three. Doves Cry, because that is, like, a classic. It's just a perfect pop song. I really can't front. Um, and then I guess... For the last one, I'm not putting any 90s prints on here. Like, get <laughs> out of here with that. Um, uh, what songs? Is it? Did I even... 
You have one more. I know, I know. It's so hard. Um, There's no wrong answer. I know. <laughs> you know, I, I might have to go with... Um, maybe when you were mine, I kind of like that it mm. sounds like... Um, I kind of like that it's just Prince writing a new wave song. Like, it sounds kind of like Talking Heads, except yeah. David Byrne would never write about a threesome, like, <laughs> ever. Like, he, I don't even... I never realized that was about a threesome. Oh, it's crazy. It's about, like, him and his girlfriend having... I a... think that's another one where he says, I would let you wear all my clothes. Probably. But he, um, he says, like, oh, let's have a threesome with my best friend. But then during it, she likes having sex with prince's best friend better than having sex with prince so she leaves prince for his best friend it's yeah it's nuts like it's very bold for prince you know i like that for a guy that's like a sex symbol he can like like admit to something like that i think that's very powerful and it says something very powerful about him especially for the 80s when toxic masculinity was such a big thing Mm -hmm. like like, Motley Crue and Guns N' Roses existed. Like, they would never write a song about that. Like, literally getting cucked. <laughs> Do whatever we want. Yeah. Uh, Alright, guys. Uh, it's been a great episode. Sean, thank you for coming on. Oh, you're welcome. It was a joy. It was a joy. <laughs> Thanks for tuning in. Props. <laughs> um, good luck out there. Um, uh, if ever you need my Craig's expertise <laughs> again oh that was so lame i'm sorry no guys. i like that it's just sexy like, motherfucker shaking that ass <laughs> shaking that ass shaking that ass sexy like, motherfucker yeah. shaking that ass i was hoping you guys would say <laughs> <laughs> all right yeah good night guys good night, good night.